welcome to Leader Flow, hydration for thirsty leaders, a preeminent source of curated world-class leadership resources that will enable you to grow your influence and multiply your impact. Alex Sapala and Steve Kane are experienced leaders in both the profit and non-profit sectors, giving them a unique vantage point which enables them to deliver multi-dimensional leadership principles and practices to help maximize your leadership flow. Let's join the conversation. G'day, Alex. How you going, mate? Good, Steve. How you doing, buddy? Welcome to our first podcast on leader flow. Our very first. How exciting. I think you had an experience the other day. No. You know what, mate, I was out with my family the other day. It was around lunchtime and everyone was starting to feel a little bit hungry. And you know that conversation that comes up and says, what are we going to eat now? Yeah. Yeah. Can you picture this? Mum, dad, five kids in the car and every one of them hungry. You can hear their belly churning. Pandemonium. Absolutely. And someone usually always ends up trying to lead the discussion towards their favourite food ideas. And somehow we're supposed to, five kids, 13 down to three, and mum and dad are supposed to actually have a rational discussion while everyone's belly is burbling, right? Somehow you're supposed to create or, or make your way towards some sort of decision. And, and invariably, it doesn't always work out. You know, we can either make a decision and go somewhere or we can go hungry and go home and have baked beans on toast. Right, so a decision has to be made. Yeah. Someone's got to make a call on it, yeah. right? Now, on the other hand, I find myself sometimes in a boardroom where dealing with potentially complex issues and those issues can have far-reaching effects on people and can also be in the tunes of millions of dollars with the mm -hmm. outcomes. Which path do you choose? These decisions that we've got to make at times are sometimes obvious to us, other times they're not so obvious. Some of the obvious things are sitting in the car going, I want to go to Macca's, I want to go Hungry Jack's, I want to go KFC, I want sushi, I, you know, I want fish and chips, I want this, I want that. Everybody wants something completely different. Mm. But then what ends up happening is the voices of reason start to say, no, let's not have that and have this. But the, the same thing happens in the boardroom conversations are led in particular ways. So each of these situations, they require a varying degree of leadership. But leadership, nonetheless, needs to be had in there. Mm. Someone needs to lead the outcome. Listening to you to share those two experiences, totally poles apart, but very real types of experiences <laughs> that we, you know, we all experience. Um, it, it's embedded in everything we do every every minute of the day, isn't it? Um, these real-life experiences, um, you know, I, I think leadership is an inescapable element of daily life. You can't. You're right. It is. It's true. It is. It's embedded in everything we do in every minute of the day. We, we, we are in somehow or another either developing a leadership, being led or leading ourselves or leading others or someone is leading us. What we really need to do, though, you know, we, we talk about leadership, and leadership is a big deal in most people's lives. But we talk about leadership, but a lot of the times, I think what we need to do is to actually define what leadership really is, because it means different things to different people. What is, for you, what is leadership? Well, you're going to be interested in this. Go on. I just Googled the definition of leadership and got, wait for it, 1.59 billion hits. What? 
Yeah. So I think you can safely say that a lot of people are talking about it. So that's um, almost one quarter of the people, the world population, has got an opinion on leadership. Yeah, exactly. Okay, there you go. So there's groups of every size from small businesses to large corporates, you know, faith communities and community groups, educational institutions, political arenas, and also in law and order establishments. Everyone recognises that leadership is bedrock essential to what they're doing, Mm. especially good leadership, as the impact of bad leadership, I think, is um, quite painfully obvious. And it's like death by a thousand cuts. When you uh, look at the average news bulletin, you can see the impact that bad leadership can have. And also you see the blessing of, of good leadership. So what is leadership? You, know, you say you've got 1.5 billion hits. So what really is leadership? Because if we know what leadership is, we can position it in its level of importance according to what it means to us. Two questions. What is leadership? And why do you think leadership has become so important? Well, one of the most respected leaders on the planet today, which is our friend John Maxwell, has written a fabulous book that we both appreciate titled Developing the Leader Within You. And he says in there, because people are recognising that becoming a better leader changes lives, everything rises and falls on leadership. So the world becomes a better place when people become better leaders because leaders are influencing others so if they become better leaders then it's it's better for others and better for the world so developing yourself to become the leader you have the potential to be it really it really does change everything for you it will add to your effectiveness he says it subtracts from your weakness it divides your workload and multiplies your impact so if you were to put it in a nutshell What would that mean? I think I like a mix of a few definitions. John Maxwell's definition is leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And there's this guy, Benjamin L. Hooks, who famously said, and I found this quote some time ago and became a favorite of mine, he that thinketh he leadeth and hath no one following him is only taking a walk. And I, and I thought we've all been for a walk before yeah. haven't we? have you ever thought you were the leader remember in, in the playground at school you thought you were the leader and you start heading off in a direction you turn around you look over your shoulder no one's no there, one's there. <laughs> and you're like what no but so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so in the same vein there's That's this good. guy there's this guy by the name of James C. Georges he's the founder and chairman of the PAR group and he defined leadership as the ability to obtain followers Perhaps a good working definition that one might choose to use is that leadership is influence, the ability to obtain other leaders and followers and lead yourself and them towards a a worthy goal. I I agree with the definition of leadership as influence, but I'm not sure I really agree with the ability to obtain followers because there needs to be a real purpose to, to what we do. Leadership is influence. And as a leader, you need to influence the people that you are responsible for. Perhaps another way of defining leadership is the ability to take people on a journey to a destination that you want them to go to and they, are, and they fully agree to go with you and they know the reason why you're going there. In other words, they've got clarity of vision of what you see. As the leader, we need clarity of vision. 
if we don't have the direction that we're taking people in, then we're, we're, we, we, can't, we can't communicate that effectively to the people that we're leading. So the real essence of leadership then becomes focused on how the leader must think, be and act in order pr- to provide the role model for others to follow. It's about taking people on a journey. It's taking them from a destination, taking them from here to there. And people want to come along on that on that journey. They want to come along on the journey. There'll be some that'll have to come along on the journey, but they'll want to come along on the journey because they know how important it is to go where it is that we need to go or to obtain or to do or to be what we need to be. Mm. So I think we've both hit on two aspects here, haven't we? Mm. The first aspect is that as a leader, sometimes you're, the key role is to help people navigate together yep. to come up with, well, where are we going? And then, then the leader helps the people then go to the point that they've come to make a decision on together yep. and to go there. But people, sometimes you're in situations where, as you pointed out, they might not know where to go or how to go. And then you as a leader see something that is really valuable for the people and you take them to that place. I look at some of my own journey within leadership and within business and et cetera, it's, you know, in different parts of life. There are times where you are leading people, but you really aren't clear on where you're going and what you're doing. You're following instructions. Mm. You've been given the instructions by someone other than someone that you're reporting to, that you're led by, that you're influenced by. You're given instructions to do that, but you haven't caught the vision as to where you're going. So half-heartedly, you then pass those instructions on. And pretty soon your people, they don't all have the oars in the water. They're in the boat with you, but they don't all have their oars in the water. Some are moving. Some are, you know, they've caught it. They're there. And they're, I call the meh people, where they just are. You need to take a pulse every now and then to see if they're still alive, but they're there. They're numbers. You can count on them, but they're not really actively engaged or involved in where you want to go because they haven't got the vision. That's all it is. So, you know, as a leader then is to be in that position where they are positively influencing the people that they lead. Someone said the person who knows what to do will always have a job. The person who knows why will always be the one controlling, influencing the person who has who owns the business, the person who knows why they do what they do. So as a leader, one of the key elements we need to do is to get people on the journey as to why we are doing what we're doing. What's the end game? It's not just about earning money. It's not just about the money of parts of what we do. It's about creating and changing lives. So depending on what your vision is for your business, for your company, uh, for your own life, and I suggest most people don't even have a vision of where they want to take their lives. They just go along each day. And that's okay if that's what you want to do. That's not the way I'm driven. I like to have a purpose of where I'm heading. You know what I'm saying? So a leader knows the way, goes the way, and shows the way. Right. Because you, as the leader, you know the way, go the way, show the way. Now, going and showing are an action. They're a verb. Like leadership is a verb. It's a doing word. We do leadership. So leadership is all about the actions of leadership because the actions then create a role model or they create a visible model for others to follow. So leadership is definitely knowing the way, going the way, showing the way. Absolutely. Nailed it. Many people, when they look at leadership, you know, they're trying to figure out, well, how do I go about doing that? And 
And the first step in that is usually by knowing the people that you're leading and having a sense of where the organisation is going, what's happening, what isn't happening. And so there's a lot of information and fact-finding that, that goes into that. And we're going to do a podcast later on that angles in on that particular aspect of leadership. Mm. Alex, tell us here, many people don't develop themselves as leaders because of certain beliefs about leadership. You know, leaders are born. You know, people say, I'm not a born leader, so I don't know how to lead. And this really places that person in that victim aspect, doesn't it? Leadership is influence, nothing more, nothing less. And, and if we influence the people around us every day, we're leading. A lot of people hold themselves back thinking, I'm not a born leader. I don't have the leadership skills. How do you get around that? Well, I think that's a big problem. And if, if you think that way, you can throw your hands up and go, oh, well, I'm not a born leader, so therefore I don't need to try. And my, my role is just to truck along here and do the best I can and, and kind of just go with the flow. There's another reason why people don't develop themselves too, and that's they think that a title and seniority will automatically make them a leader. So if someone suddenly says, hey, can you lead this area or can you lead this team? And they think, oh, great. I said I can lead it, so now I'm a leader. And this becomes the first level of leadership where authority over others is given to you by virtue of position. But that's positional leadership. Right. It doesn't make you a leader. You've been granted a position. People will do what you ask of them because they have to, not because they want to. Exactly. And we see this a lot in organisations today. And some people are flexing their, I'm in the corner office or I'm in charge of this church, or I'm in charge of this non-profit organisation, so um, I'm the boss. Yep. Nobody likes to work with people who have that attitude, I'm the boss. This really places you in the hands of others who may never choose you to be a leader. So if you go for this, well, once I get seniority, once I'm made a leader, then I'll become a leader. That's not a great way to become a leader, and that's some people's excuses to why well, they don't. They say, hey, mm. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not a leader, I can't develop to be a leader. There's another one here too. Work experience will make me a leader. Well, I think you know that practice doesn't make perfect. It makes permanent. What happens if you had bad work experience or yep. you know, you were working under another leader who was a really poor role model? Now, that really impacts on you, doesn't it? You don't know what you don't know. And if someone's given you a poor role model to follow in those early days and you're like, wow, I like this person, we get along well, but you don't really sort of question too much what they say and how they're doing it and how they're leading. Mm. So you can essentially have all the experience in the world, but that doesn't make you a, a good leader. And I think... It just makes you a carbon copy. That's it, a carbon copy. And, but and leadership, again, has influence. So that person has influenced him in a negative way, giving them a role model to follow. And they've gone ahead and followed that because they don't know any better, right? Yeah. And so then they've turned out to be another version of their former leader because that's that's what we do yeah you see that in parents and kids all the time you see that in children doing the same thing that parents do purely because of the role model that the parent has played in the home and so that child then does what the parents have done you only learn from your experience if it if you evaluate your experience yeah absolutely if you don't take the time to do that... But that's wisdom. ...and, and reflect on, yeah, yeah, you know, reflect on what's happened, then you, you don't really learn from it. You just jump on the bandwagon to the next thing. So right. I know it for myself for many years. I was debriefing events. I was debriefing some of the, the things that we had done, the projects, the programs. But you know what I didn't debrief? 
What's that? How I went about being a leader in those programs mm-hmm. and projects. So for many years, I was just leading because it was, you know, felt innate or it was what I'd learned to that date. But I certainly wasn't evaluating it. So I think I've, I wasted probably quite a few years in mm. relation to that area there. I could be a lot further down the track if I'd spent time evaluating. Yeah. So, yeah, practice doesn't make perfect. It makes permanent. It makes permanent. Indeed. And it, when, when you've got those habits, it takes a lot more effort, doesn't it? To, right, absolutely. To drop out of those habits or to create. You don't actually drop out of them. You actually literally have to be very intentional about creating new ones. Yeah, exactly. Many people don't develop themselves as leaders because they're they're waiting until you know they get a position to start developing as a leader. We kind of touched on it before, but if you're waiting, when you get granted a leadership role, then you're waiting until that moment to start leading or developing your leadership skills. This puts you behind, not in front as a leader. Mm, yep, you haven't prepared, so when the moment comes. You can't be in front as a leader and a leader, they do need to be in front. And if you haven't prepared, well, then you're behind the get-go right at the beginning with people. But you see that the thing there is that not everybody wants to be a leader. I think that's great because we don't all want to be in charge. We don't all want to be directing and and be responsible for others. We don't want that. And that's okay. But for the ones that do, they need to understand, as you and I do, we need to understand that we need to develop particular skills. Because one thing we haven't spoken about yet is that leadership is a skill like cooking. Cooking is a skill. Yes, there's an art to cooking as there is an art to leadership. There is always an art to a particular thing. There's an art to speaking, but there's a skill in speaking. There's an art to acting, but there's a there's a skill in yeah. acting. It's both you can learn like, both and bring them together. Yeah, so yeah? part part art, part science. Right, so the art might be the passion. That's why I like to put it. I, I'm passionate about leadership. Great. I can be passionate, but am I any good at it? Yeah. Well, the only way that I can get good at it is by learning what I need to do and learning the skills of leadership and then bringing my passion for leadership to the skills and merging those two together. And then by creating that space, then I can become better as a leader. I don't think we ever arrive. We're always a work in progress. We're always learning. But the important thing is to understand is that you can improve your leadership by understanding what it takes to be a leader. And then you can work out ways that you can then go ahead and get training or development or mentoring or feedback or other things that you can get as a leader to develop those skills. Absolutely. Like um, a basketball coach. Yeah, like legendary UCLA basketball coach John Wooden. Right. Who said, when the opportunity comes, it's too late to prepare. Exactly. So you've got to be prepared for the opportunity before it even raises its. Yeah. So we've got to, we've got to have the vision of being able to see us ourselves in that position and saying yeah i can see myself leading this team being responsible for this and taking full responsibility for the outcomes of of this team and okay great now how do i learn to do that yeah we're gonna have a vision for ourselves don't we We're gonna have a vision for that exactly yeah and and if you don't start learning about leadership now say if you're already in a leadership role as you just mentioned if you're already there if you don't start learning now, then you're going to have put a real lid on your, your potential as a leader and your capabilities that you, you could have as a leader if you put time into it. You see, not only 
starting to learn now and preparing now, it will not only increase your opportunities, but it'll also make the most, you'll be able to make the most of them when they arrive mm, because indeed. you're prepared. Exactly. You know, opportunities exactly right. there, you're prepared to take it. That's right. Once the opportunity comes up, it's, it's too, too late. late. <laughs> you're either ready or you're not. That's right. And uh, so that's a really big point. Yeah. You know, I think that you and I have kind of learned about leadership. You know, the Leader Flow podcast is committed to helping you to prepare in leadership so you can grow your influence and multiply your impact. And I think this is our way of adding value to others. Absolutely. Because it's a, it's a huge thing from the point of view of coming alongside someone else and helping them develop in their leadership skills. And we are all developing. The important thing is to understand it's not what you learn. It's not always just about what you learn. It's about who you learn from. And it's about taking the material, taking the knowledge, taking the information that's out there in the leadership space specifically and seeing or hearing from someone who's actually applied that knowledge into their lives and to understand how that impacted and how that changed them. This is something that we can do. This is something that you and I have the skills, we've got the knowledge, we've got the training. We're both very highly trained John Maxwell leadership development coaches The primary purpose of that is to share the material John has spent 70 years distilling and material that actually works in leadership today. So what's one of the first steps that we could do, Steve, in in preparing in that role of of leadership? I think for all of us, our performance as a leader is connected to our preparation and, and prior reflected on experience. So how do we prepare for leadership? Well, I think a good place to begin on any journey is really for people to be intentional about what they want to achieve. And you can do this firstly by embracing a learning mindset. You know, be willing to learn. Leaders are learners. That's something that's so it's such an important point. If you know it all as a leader, whatever you've got right now then, then that's it for you. Yep, absolutely. I mean, if you ever had a know-it-all leader, there's sometimes you go into a room or into a boardroom and someone makes a comment and it's so wise and insightful, but the know-it-all leader, because it wasn't him who came up with that great idea, puts the lid on it, mm-hmm. thinks they, they know better and they actually don't. And the only person in the room who doesn't realise it sometimes is... Is them. Is them. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. Um, yep. So... I think as a leader, it's great to just aim to be a learner and not an expert. So we need to understand that leadership is teachable. It's a learnable skill. Yeah. And then we need to place ourselves in that position of having a mindset to want to learn. Absolutely, because if if you aim to be a learner and not an expert, then this guarantees that you're going to have continued growth. Right. The moment you stop learning and growing as a leader is the moment you're saying... My leadership level's going to this point. Yep. That's it. If you want to start developing and being more intentional as a leader, I think is to develop a a leader growth plan. Have you ever developed a a growth plan for for your leadership abilities? I have. I have done. And uh, I have a growth plan for uh, a number of my other abilities, Uh, my my coaching uh, abilities. So I have a growth plan in how I... Uh, how I develop myself and what I plan to develop myself to um, coach. Then I also have a plan for my communication abilities, my speaking abilities. So these are all areas that I focused my attention to grow in. 
uh, and I plan the growth as opposed to stumble over rocks as I journey on the road of growth, whatever that may look like. So yes, I do. Yeah, very very important part of it. So I guess you know if if I was thinking about some questions that would be really good to to share mm-hmm. with each other, and if I was a newbie at this and I was thinking, or you know even going along the way a bit, but get to that point, hey, I want to learn more now. I'm I'm ready to learn as a leader. A question you might ask is, what areas am I aware of that I need to grow in? Mm, good question. Another one's like, what areas am I unaware of that I may need to grow in? Yeah, for that one. That's interesting because if you're not aware of it, how do you know you need to grow in it? <laughs> That's right. And the reason why I think it's important is that we need to, for that one, we need to ask other people. Ah, very good. Okay. You need to bring other people in on that because um, when you're in the frame, it's hard to see yourself clearly because right. that's how you've always done things. So, asking someone, say, "Hey, what am I unaware of that I might that I need to grow in?" You know, that takes humility to do that. Yep. You know, prioritizing what areas you'd like to start growing in. I mean, you might come up with a list of all these things you'd like to grow in. I mean, you've mentioned a couple. Mm. You know, the coaching, the speaking, and the training. So you have to kind of prioritise. You can't mm. do everything all at once. So no, that's You right. can focus on things as you go along. Yeah. You know, thinking through things like what resources will I use? People. You might need a coach, a mentor. Might need to go to see some trainers. Uh, material things, financial things. What resources are you going to use? You know, podcasts. Informal, formal learning, all these things are great for learning as a leader. We're really fortunate to live in an age where it's so easy access to mm. to all this information. Indeed. The internet's been a fabulous thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and look, you know, if, if you are going to develop as a leader, at the end of the day, once you've answered some of those other questions, then you can step into, well, when will I actually begin? Mm, exactly. Until you ask that question and set a time, it's not going to happen. It's mm. just going to be a nice idea. And then I think schedule consistent time. I know that you do that Mm. to learn and I do that as well. Yep. Like my Wednesdays, my Wednesday of every week is scheduled for writing, writing and developing information, researching and and my speaking. Mm. So they're the areas that I I focus on on Wednesday and set aside for that. The rest of the week is taken up with other other bits and pieces, but that one day is a focus for me to, to it's all about self-development and development of, of product and, and materials to, to, to take to the market. Mm. I usually have smaller chunks of time in the mornings, pretty early in the morning, mm-hmm. and, and then usually I have a larger chunk of time each week that I, I okay. invest into developing either new materials or things like that. And the question you're going to hear a lot from me, how's that working for you? Yeah, it's a great one. I've heard you. You've asked me that before. How's that working out for you? How's that working for you, mate? That's a reflection question, isn't it, really? Because you're saying, well, is what you're doing actually giving you the results that you're after? And if it's not giving you the results you're after, that question is pointing people back to your actions. What, what, What are you doing? We can all tell each other. We can all tell each other or tell ourselves stories and justifications. But the real measure of any of anything comes down to the return, the results. Are your results great? I hear that you're out there treading the way, you're doing this, doing that. How's your results? Yeah. Well, they're not there yet. Great. Okay. So what are you going to do about it? Well, I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Well, the definition of crazy, someone said, is 
doing, continuing to do the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. So if you continue to do the same thing, you get the same result and you're not happy with that result, you need to change something you're doing. It's pretty simple. Yeah. One and one equals two. If you want to get to three, it doesn't matter how many times you do one and one, it's still going to be two. You need to do one plus one equals two. One plus two equals three. So you need to change an element of what you're doing to get to the end of result you want to get to. You know, John, John Maxwell has this concept of when he's learning new stuff that he um, has an ACT That's the acronym. ACT principle, yeah, yeah. acronym. Yeah, that's so, right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so um, ACT stands for, A stands for apply. So if I learn something, then I'm going to apply it yep. or, yep, okay. Yep, apply. C of ACT stands for change. Mm-hmm. And T is tell. So when you're exposing yourself and you're learning to new things and learning new things and actively seeking to learn as a leader, how do I apply this information as that I, I'm now aware of? What will I and how can I apply what I've learned? What am I currently doing that I might need to change? Mm. Because sometimes you become aware of information and you go, well, I'm doing it this way. And you can either keep doing it that way, which is what you were mentioning before, or you can make a change. And then that last one, tell, who can I tell that would benefit from what I've learned? And I find for myself anyway, when you tell somebody, it helps me really bear down that learning. Hmm. (laughs) There's a belief that says, if I say it, I believe it. So if you say it, I'll doubt it. So the, the, the point there of reflecting and teaching someone else, two things. One, when you're trying to teach someone else, you are you you actually got to you got to sound like you know what you're talking about. So you, in other words, you've actually got to internalize and go, wow, okay, this is great. Let me let me share that with someone. Let me teach someone else how to do that. The act of doing that, um, you're teaching them, which means you've learned it enough to be able to tell someone without making a fool of yourself. But secondly, it's reinforcing it in your own subconscious to say, I'm saying it, so it's true. And so you're embedding that that ability to help you reinforce that what you've just said is actually truth. And the other good thing about this is it actually makes you feel good. Yeah. And the reason it makes you feel good is that when you find something that's great and you, you say, who, who could benefit from this? Right. Then you're adding value to somebody else. Absolutely. Which increases their significance and success. Right. In life. And so this makes it, so it has a has a blessing coming back your way as well. Well, let's be crystal clear really. What are we trying to do here? We're trying to narrow the gap between what we say and what we do. Yeah. We're narrowing that gap. We're trying to close that gap down between what we say, what we know and what we do and bringing that all together so that Someone's definition of success, which I love, uh, which I'm striving towards, is they say that peace, inner peace, is something that happens when what you say, what you think, and what you do are aligned. Yeah. Now, think about that because there is such a peace that comes in that of understanding that, okay, I'm thinking a particular thing, I believe that thought, and I act out of that thought so therefore i'm at peace in regarding that what we think what we say and what we do are all aligned so we're trying to by doing this act principle is actually trying to bring that gap together and bringing all those things together which gives us peace 
Happy days. Exactly. There are no shortcuts or easy ways to do that. No. I've tried. You know, we I've, I've done a lot of wheel spinning. Yeah. I've, done, I've done a lot of wheel spinning in the mud. And all I had to do is get out there and grab a rock and put it under. I didn't do it. I just kept spinning wheels until Mate, someone told me, you it, idiot, take the foot off the gas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if, you, if it was as easy as just rolling out of bed and it all just happens for you, everyone would have it all together. Yep. But it is. it takes hard work and intentionality and discipline to try to narrow that gap between what we know and what we do. That's but, a real tough thing to but, do. But you know you said it takes hard work and, and success really is dressed up in overalls. Do you know what I'm saying? It's it takes yeah, hard work with the sleeves rolled sleeves up, sleeves rolled up, ready to roll. Yeah. Uh, and and leadership is no different. Success in leadership takes hard work. Success in any aspect of life takes hard work, and it takes intentionality. And nothing worthwhile has ever, ever come easy. Absolutely, nothing. the effort that you put in will be rewarded and multiplied exponentially over time. Amen to that. It doesn't happen overnight. No. But if you take small steps daily towards it, it will happen. Yep, absolutely. Three takeaways from today, from our conversation, just the leadership is an inescapable element of everyday life. You know, we lead without sometimes even being aware of it. We influence others daily and are influenced by others. The leadership is strongly anchored in that area of influence. The other takeaway for today is that, you know, leadership is a learnable skill. It's something that you can learn. Everyone can learn to influence to some level or degree. And and the more effort you put into that, the more influence you have. So leaders are learners who are intentional about preparing in leadership. They're committed to narrowing the gap between what they know and what they do. Thanks for listening to the Leader Flow podcast. If you found our content valuable, you can subscribe and give us a five-star review so others can benefit from the content too. All our episodes and other valuable Leader Flow information can be found on our website, leaderflow.com.au.